Hey everybody, welcome to the Cartoon Critique Corner, starring me, your host Rose Cockerham, and uh, the Cartoon Critique Corner is specifically from my podcast, the People Scare Me podcast, available on pretty much everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, all that. So... I hope everyone's doing fine. Um, Just a little check-in. I've been doing everything I can to just keep myself busy along with continuing to take my medical assisting classes online. And that's pretty much it. Um, Oh, and I'm also celebrating Black History Month by making daily posts commemorating heroes and stars and historical figures and everything blacky black black on my Twitter at cutie artist 92 and so let's hop into this shall we so this character i i really do love this specific character this cartoon is a child specifically from the disney arena and no this person is not a princess they're not a prince. They're just an average, but not so average, little girl. And this little girl is very odd and weird to most people on the outside. She has an older sister. Um, she comes from a basically broken up family, but she finds a new friend when she least expected. And this character I'm talking about is Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. And I love to talk about Lilo in in the movie in general because I just, I love Lilo and Stitch so much ever since it premiered. And I've, the reason why I love watching it is just because it shows how you're not alone in thinking that you're never going to fit in and it's such a blessing to eventually find that other friend in your life who you can talk to and connect with because both of you are these weird odd creatures and it feels like it's you against the world so before i um really get into my my thought thoughts (laughs) about lilo i'm gonna read a description about her from fandom, specifically from the the Disney sector, of course. So it says, Lilo Peleke, or Peleke, is one of the titular protagonists of the Lilo and Stitch franchise. She is a young orphaned Hawaiian girl who lives on the island of Kauai with her older sister, Nani, and her extended yet unconventional family of alien visitors marooned on Earth. Background. <clears throat> Lilo is a seven-year-old girl living on the island of Kauai with her older sister Nani. On a rainy night, Lilo and Nani's parents were killed in a car accident, leaving the two sisters orphaned. With Nani being of age by the time of tragedy, she was dubbed Lilo's legal guardian. So getting into Lilo's personality, she's spirited and highly eccentric. She has a spirited and highly eccentric personality, especially in light of her parents' death, has alienated her from her fellow children, 
whom she oddly still considers her friends despite them mistreating her and openly admitting that they hate her and don't want her around, yet Lilo makes the perfect best friend for Stitch, an alien experiment whom she adopts initially, believing he is a quote dog, although he actually bears more of a resemblance to a koala, which is pointed out several times. She is also extremely disobedient. Lilo is emotionally sensitive and usually cries whenever she's really hurt or if something bad happens to someone she loves or cares for, mainly Nani or Stitch, having been emotionally scarred by losing her parents at such a young age. Lilo was patient and faithful towards Stitch throughout the film, even after he causes Nani to lose her jobs and nearly drowns her. But when the Pelikes, when the Peleke's house got destroyed, Lilo was about to be taken to foster care and her family photo got ruined. Lilo became so bitter towards Stitch that she wanted him to get out of her life, showing that she has breaking points as well. And then it says here she attends hula school. Her hobbies include photography of obese tourists. Um, I remember that big guy with the little ice cream cone talking about creatures from horror sci-fi movies and capturing and rehabilitating Jumba's evil genetic experiments. She also idolizes Elvis Presley and often does not seem to understand that her eccentricities cause her to be an outcast for most of the children. And it has a whole bunch of other um, stuff about her personality. And so anyway, I don't want to take too much time on this, but as you heard from me with that fandom description of Lilo, she's used to being an outcast. She is, she, she tries to find her own way. As I do remember from the film, she tries to find these little outlets in order to either fit in or to just be happy in her own way. Like when she takes her hula classes, when, you know, she does other hobbies, like take pictures of tourists and she was swimming in the ocean and giving the little fish called Pudge a peanut butter sandwich and stuff like that. So she has these little outlets to make her feel not so alone. But at the end of the day, she still feels like, oh, well, how come no one wants to play with me? What's wrong with me? <clears throat> and of course, like those other bratty little girls, uh, especially the redhead, the redheaded one, I hated her. Um, and those represent like, oh, the, the little popular girls of the group who don't want her. But then at the same time, she calls them her friends. And I've always wondered why she did that. I think it's just because since she has no one else to call her her friends, she was willing to kind of settle with the other girls, even though they clearly did not like Lilo for being so weird and an oddball. And I will never forget the time. One of my favorite scenes of this movie is when they're in hula class and um, Lilo was late. And so she was explaining why she was late. And she was like, well, I had to um, make a sandwich for Pudge and I didn't do this and I wasn't able to do this and um, blah, blah, blah. And then after she's like done with her explanation, 
this the redheaded girl says you're crazy and then Lilo just leaped on her ass and beat her ass like she was like pounding on her face like it was that was that scene was so realistic like this is why this is why I really think Lilo can beat anybody in a fight if it was like a real life like um kid on kid situation like she I don't want to call Lilo crazy but just just look up on YouTube Lilo um Lilo fights you know what's her name in Lilo and Stitch that scene had me like oh my god this is my movie (laughs) not that I condone violence but it was just like so funny how she just leaped on her as soon as she said that like oh you're crazy and she's like what and then bop 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 but (laughs) anyway uh I really relate to Lilo feeling like there was no one out there for her before Stitch came along and I also want to touch on the structure of her family and of course her older sister Nani which translates to beautiful by the way in um in the Hawaiian language and Nani takes care of her much like a mother figure because of course both their parents um are no longer with them and it's funny because when I was a kid watching this I didn't understand why Cobra Bubbles was there I didn't understand the whole thing of oh she's gonna be taken away if you don't do this I never understood you know um child protective services like that to that degree and but the more I watched it of course the more I understood like okay so Nani since she's the caregiver or the the parental guardian it is her job to show that she can basically be a parent to her little sister by getting a job holding an income and being a responsible older sister and making sure that Nani is home on time and making sure that she's being fed and stuff like that so throughout this whole journey of basically trying to prove to Cobra Bubbles the um child protective servant service agent or whatever his title was um I noticed that both Nani and Lilo were you know trying to do certain things to show that they can be a quote normal and stable family so that they won't be even more broken apart and so that Lilo won't be quote taken away um I'm really trying to I mean even even with I don't want to get too personal here, but I also want to say that even with that family structure, I know that there's plenty of other families who resemble that uneven or unconventional structure where either their step parents or your older sisters taking or older siblings are taking care of you or you're living with a grandparent and you it's only you two and I much like Lilo 
kind of have a separate or broken-ish type of family because even though I am lucky to have a lot of family members live, they're, they're still able to keep in touch with me. I'm able to keep in touch with them. And I'm currently um, living with a relative and my parents are um, divorced as well as like just li- with living arrangements. It's It just feels like everything's separate and I'll just leave it at that. But um, I can definitely at least relate to the feeling of it doesn't feel like I have a quote normal or um, solid family unit. And hopefully in the future, I will have that sense of, oh, this is my family. These are my kids. We're all together. We're all loving. Maybe not everything's perfect, but it's at least solid and um, stable. But anywho, what else did I want to talk about? Um, When it comes to the theme of the movie Lilo and Stitch, of belonging, finding your home, um, being with people who love you, no matter how weird or unaccepted you are um, in the outside world. It's all about like acceptance and love and finding your one true home, even though it might not be as conventional as you think. So in the beginning of the movie, going back to how Lilo only had her quote friends even though her friends were mean and nasty and rude to her and there were I think there were like three or four of them I want to say three but anyway those mean girls compared to at the end of the movie where she found her true friend which is Stitch even though it's only one other person sometimes that's all you need sometimes you it's better to have that one person who you connect with on a deep level and someone who truly understands you and on your wavelength rather than have a whole bunch of friends who are fake or mean to you or take advantage of you and so on and so on and also by the end of the movie we see that uh the other Aliens like Jumba and Pleakley uh, join the join their family, as well as like David. I think I think David was about to go out with Nani by the end. So it's like they recreated that sense of family belonging, even though it's it's like in a different way. And even if their parents are no longer physically with them. I just thought it was so beautiful to see at the end they were still a family period and there have been a lot of situations like that where someone may not be your biological mother or biological father or sibling or whatever but they still feel like family to you even if they may be just your friends or colleagues or whatever it's still that sense of belonging that matters at the end of the day. So uh, I want to kind of wrap this up. Um, Oh, I also want to include one of my other favorite scenes of the movie where, um, of course, Lilo gets in trouble 
because she was supposed to meet Nani somewhere or she was supposed to be at the school or something and she wasn't there. And so when she's in trouble, Nani was chasing her throughout the whole house. And immediately there's this captured moment where um, as soon as Nani like closes the door after Cobra Bubbles leaves and after she turns around real quick and you just see Lilo staring at her and she's like, ah! and then she just screams and then she just runs away. And um, all throughout that chase, um, it, it was just so realistically funny to me because that just really showed how that sibling dynamic is where I may be your sister, but I'm still going to beat your butt after what you did. <laughs> and um, then after that, when they were arguing and saying, well, um, why don't you buy a rabbit instead? At least the rabbit would be quieter than you. I'm already in my room and all that stuff. It's like, it was just so hilarious to me. But anyway, that has been my analysis and my connection with Lilo Peleke from Lilo and Stitch. So with that being said, you can catch me on Twitter once again at cutieartist92 on Twitter and you can find the People Scare Me podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere. And don't be afraid to leave a, a review if you can. And everyone be safe. Everyone take care of yourselves, love yourselves, love other people. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.